What is going on, everybody? Casey here, Virginia Game Day, checking in with another episode of the podcast. As always, thank you all for checking us out. Thanks for having the, the interest in the show. Thanks for taking the time out. Unfortunately, we're here again after another loss. Virginia is now 0-5 after a 27-24 defeat at Boston College. It was a rough weekend. It started out with a good win. I'm the I do the play by play for Albemarle High School, and they got another win in the Jefferson District. So they're two and zero in the in the district now. That was great. Shout out to Chris, my partner in crime, in the booth there. But then Saturday came, and was riding high in the first half, twenty one to seven, and then like Virginia does, they just find a new way to to break hearts, and it's almost comical at this point because. It's, because you look down at the rest of the season, at the pass so far, you got a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter against JMU, and we lose after having a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter. Then we go at Maryland, who's got a good team this year, but we were up 14 nothing right off the bat. And then special teams issues, they score a ton of points in the last – 10 minutes of the game, we lose to Maryland. NC State, we have these miraculous plays to tie the game up with 26 seconds left, and we don't even get the game to overtime because of penalties, poor execution down the stretch. NC State kicks a field goal before it even gets to overtime. And then Boston College, you've got a 21-7 to lead at halftime, and we wind up scoring three points in the second half and losing 27 to 24. So that really put a damper on the rest of the weekend. Although the Cowboys did win on Sunday. So for all my Cowboys fans out there looking good back in the, back in the win column there, but UVA. Owen five sitting at the bottom of the ACC. I'm not a fire the coach guy, but if I'm a businessman, and this is my business, if I'm looking down below me at managers, whatever, and I'm seeing how my business is being run right now, and I'm seeing that we're so poor on special teams, I'm seeing that we win the turnover battle 4-1 to one and still lose the game. I'm seeing that our units in addition to the special teams, can't sustain a game. The defense played solid for the first half. In the second half, it was like the opposite. That last touchdown that Boston College had to, to go up, that Lewis Bond 33-yard wide receiver screen, and we had two DBs on the one side, and they kind of got caught up, miscommunication, whatever. It was like, that's rough, man. That's real rough. Offense, 21 points in the first half, a field goal in the second. If I'm seeing that, I would say, hey, this is my business. I would say, let's try and find what the disconnect is here. And you can't fire the head coach because you don't want it to be hurt the prospects of you know, the position. Like, you can't. If you fire a coach midseason, then UVA becomes a school that fires coaches midseason, and that's not something that we do. 
I don't know if you change the play calling, you move some coaching coaches around something, but if it was just a regular business and I know that there's circumstances with UVA, it's not having had everything that happened last year and all that. It's not your run of the mill situation, but if you're consistently seeing this over and over again, you may start to try and find out what the issue is. Start to find out why it's not translating. Start to find out why you're not getting four quarters of consistent execution over and over again. We just got killed with penalties against NC State, and then we have all these high-leverage penalties against Boston College. And I said last week on the podcast, you got to have the fear in your mind of the coaching staff you know coming down on you to not have these mental mistakes at critical points in the game because you don't want to get it your full because you don't want to let the team down it's tough it's tough oh and five who's we got william and mary coming up this week at home william and mary's four and one not exactly a gimme game here i think we will win i thought we were going to win against boston college i really did i was telling everyone leading up to the game about who we were, how we were going to win and i was feeling like i was right at halftime musket looked good and i don't this game's not on musket like it's not on tony musket we actually have two quarterbacks who are pretty pretty decent Musket's a little more stable. Kalanager's a little better off script. Probably, I, I don't know. I would say uh, gut tells me that Musket gives you a better chance to win week in and week out, but I don't know. Because in the fourth quarter, when you need a big drive, like I think, like Musket has his strengths, but on that last drive when we're down, Against BC, I think Calandria moves the ball. Just saying. Our running game, we can't get anything going and we won't go away from it. 29 carries against Boston College. 29 rushes for 59 yards. Two yards carry. On the season, that's our season average. That's like, that's par for the course with UVA. 175 totes this year, 2.1 yards a carry. But we keep hammering it home. We keep pounding the rock, even though our short yardage is is weak. A lot of a lot of no gainers, a lot of one yarders. And I understand that the passing game is a little bit hampered because our offensive line. But that's, uh, you know, kind of a point towards Galandria. He can move. So Musket can move too, but, you know, roll him out a little bit, do some design rollouts, do some, set some stuff up to kind of negate the offensive line issues and maybe go a little bit less into the, into the ground and pound that we like to do. All right, what else? I, I mentioned, I think, already 
we won the turnover battle four to one and still lost. That's hard to do. That's hard to do. The defense, which had some issues in the second half, still forced a bunch of turnovers. So that's like credit to them. We didn't exactly capitalize on their turnovers. So it's kind of a, the blame is spread out all over the place here. But I'm just kind of pointing out some of the some of the things. Eleven penalties, ninety yards. Really too many. It's, I think that's the most that we've had this season. And credit to Boston College. They got you know, they've been a second half team all year. They were down by like twenty to Florida State and came back and almost knocked Florida State off. So they go down twenty one to seven to Virginia. They're like, We ain't out of this. We ain't out of this. Let's punch him in the mouth right off the bat in the second half and, and start going to work. And they did all of the momentum that I thought we would carry into the second half. Like we literally had a hell Mary complete for a touchdown, which just doesn't happen in with, with this program normally. And none of the, none of the momentum carried over at all. I think Boston College scored the first 17 points of, yeah. So second half starts, 11 play drive, 63 yards for a field goal by Boston College. That starts giving them some juice. Putting together a drive like that is great. Virginia's offense, three and out. BC, next drive, quick hitter, four plays, 63 yards in a minute and a half, touchdown. Now it's a ball game, 21 to 17. Tony Musket huge spot here throws a pick on the third play and then that's when you get the boston college touchdown on the next drive that puts them up so now before you know it's 24 to 17 boston college has scored 17 unanswered and there's barely you know the third quarter's not even over yet fourth quarter defense buckled down got some stops got some turnovers rather Punching some balls loose. Virginia's only able to get a field goal out of that, out of both turnovers in the second half. And then Boston College is able to move the ball late, sets himself up in field goal range. Virginia can't move the rock when they need to on the last drive. Four plays, seven yards. Passing complete, passing complete, pass complete for seven yards, passing complete, game over. I was crestfallen on Saturday, guys. I was crestfallen. I was watched the game at the sports page in Richmond, and we were there for like three hours, and then it all started crumbling down. Then I had to go shop in Short Pump with a big L on my Virginia gear. You guys know the feeling. It sucks. And then I'm like, man, I gotta gotta do the show. I have to. Be sad again on the podcast. Talk about what we did wrong and not talk about our first win of the season. That's the worst part. Having to come on here and talk about bad stuff and not talk about how we're going to turn this thing around and find silver linings. But I want to find the silver linings. I want to talk about wins. You guys want to hear about wins. You don't want to hear about blowing huge leads against teams we should be beating. Because this team... 
you look at this team. I talk to guys on my on my street, my neighbors, and like we're in every game. We're better than zero and five, and that's where the frustration comes from. Like Caroline Darney had a tweet this week. It's like I'd rather be getting blown out by twenty one than keep losing these games where you see potential and then you just lose. And I I get that because we should be two and three. We should be three and two, but we're zero and five. I have friends that are JMU fans. JMU, they're playing different teams, sure, but they find ways to win, and Virginia finds ways to lose. All right, so William & Mary is up next. We've won the last five meetings against the Tribe, dating back to 2010. So we won in 2011, we won in 2015, we won in 2017, we won in 2019, and most recently a 43 nothing win in Brennan's last good year. That was Broncos last year at home. I remember that game. It was a night game, Friday night game, I believe. Fun atmosphere. And yeah, we last time we lost to them was in 2009. 26-14 at home. Let's hope we don't repeat that. Let's get... Hopefully we can get a uh, back in the win column. For the first time since last year against Georgia Tech. Yeah, it's been a while. So we've lost five games this year. And it was funny. We started off two and one last year. <laughs> Tony Elliott's first two first two games, he was two and one. Since then, 0 and 5, 0 and 6, 0 and 7, 0 and 8. 1 and 11 in his last 12 games. Jeez. Only win being at Georgia Tech and that Georgia Tech team was playing a backup quarterback, I'm pretty sure. So hasn't been hasn't been great since uh that walk off ODU win last year at home. Uh, honestly I watched some of the Tony Elliott press conference, but I was so it was it was just more of what you would what you'd expect and I was kind of uh, like a crestfallen. I was real sad on, on Saturday night. I didn't even want to listen to the press conference. I listened to a little bit and like, what do you, what does Tony say? Like we blew another one. Feel bad for the guys, which I do. And I'm, he does too, but we got to get it to translate. You keep having these one score games and losing. They got to come out on the other side at some point. I, I mentioned the Orioles last week, like the Orioles play all these one run games and, analytically they're not supposed to have the record they are, but they do because they win the close games. We lose the close games. Or we have lost the close games at least. I'll tell you what, if you're a, a better, if you're a UVA better, you're doing all right because we're winning these, or we're losing these close games, but we're covering. Like we were five and a half point dogs by, by kickoff time on Saturday. And we covered that spread. Last week against NC State, we covered that spread. We are underdogs at home against JMU. We covered that spread. If you had the first half spread against Maryland, you covered that one too. And probably Tennessee as well. Yeah, three and one against the spread in their last four, those who's. Unfortunately, that doesn't that doesn't keep your fan base happy. Only the small section of, of betters in the uh in the crowd. Whew. Let's see what UV uh, William Mary's done so far this year on the football field. I know they're four and one. They beat Maine. They beat Wofford. They beat Campbell. They beat Charleston Southern. 
And most recently, they lost to Elon 14 to 6. So they're coming off a loss too. They ain't going to be, they're not going to be happy. So hope we can put a few things together. Of course, Mike London, uh, revenge game potential. He smells blood in the water. He's going to try and stick it to another new coach here in Charlottesville, struggling. He's been that guy before. He's been that guy before. If I didn't talk about special teams, let me talk about special teams. Special teams was, I don't know how many times we have punts, punt returns, where it looks like some of our guys don't know the rules. It's one of the oldest rules in the book that you can't touch the punt returner until he fields the ball. Or if he calls a fair catch, don't touch him. But we've had these mental errors on special teams for weeks now. And then when it's fourth and four on the 37 down three late in the game, you don't go for it or, or try and go for it. You bring the special teams unit out and you sparks punts it into the end zone. And it's a 17 yard punt at the end of the day when you could have gone for it, got some momentum back, showed you believe in your offense and you know, it's tough guys. It's tough, but we're going to keep trying to get in a win column and we're going to maybe start figuring out what the issues are and go from there. Basketball season's coming up. I just read the UVA basketball preview in the Lindy sports uh, preview magazine. Got me excited. Everyone is really excited for Blake Buchanan. They said it was the biggest recruiting get in the entire conference coming into the season being so far on the West coast, you know, so a lot to be excited about there. The blue and orange world series just happened from a baseball perspective. There's a lot going on. Hopefully the football team can get it straightened out, but thank you all for spending a couple, couple minutes with me here on a Monday morning. We'll be back next week. Hopefully after a W hopefully it's a, a victory Monday instead of another sad sack Monday. Thank you guys for listening at Virginia Game Day on Instagram, Virginia Game Day podcast on all the major platforms. Thank you all for for checking us out and go Hoops.